TFON Podcast here for season four, episode five. I got my main man, Dan Sellers, in the building. Dan, how you doing today? Man, I'm doing really, really well, brother. Just doing really good, well. Good. Just a little bit sad about uh, uh, the Jets, man. Not so much that I'm a Jets fan and only team ever cut me, but uh, just uh, I'm a Rodgers fan, fan, so... You know, I, I was looking forward to enjoying him for the season, and you know, I feel um, you. yeah, I feel you. Like, I ain't a Jets fan. Like Rodgers, even though he played for a team I couldn't stand, he was my he my favorite quarterback. So I was I was sad to see that man. As soon as I saw that that replay when it showed his calf like vibrate, I was like, it's a wrap. And Achilles at forty, oh my man, god, it's terrible, terrible. <laughs> So hopefully he can come back, man. I like like to see him be able to walk off the field at the end. He deserved I think, that. I think it depends on what uh, the kid does. You know, if he matures and and he's kind of, you know, if he's with the team doing his recovery and uh, you know able to mentor, you know, on the sideline real time, and uh, it, it, you know, it, it the kid might be, you know. Uh, Turn out to be a first round draft choice after all. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens, man. That defense is fire, though. Oh yeah, that defense is fire. Cool. And Speaking of defense, ah, oh, super young, man. And yeah, you got rookie. You got those rookies that hadn't even really had a lot of game experience, and once they understand, you know, how to be a pro, it's gonna yeah. be off the game. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, all right, I'm going to skip on over. We'll, we'll bounce back in that in a second. But oh, yeah. the Bearcats went on the road, beat Pitt at home, at their home field, 27 to 21. You know, it was Satterfield's first road game with the Bearcats, um, a game that I personally, I'm not going to lie, I personally had this as a loss at the beginning of the year. But they go out there, handle business, punch them in the mouth, um, and get the victory. Um, what did you take away from this game, man? I, I I took from this game that they are they're very talented, but they're right now in terms of depth, they're shallow. And um, as long as those first groups are fresh, they can play with anybody. And we're gonna see a lot of that in the uh Big 12, especially early in the season when it's 110 degrees out here. Um, but I expected them to beat Pitt because Pitt was kind of reloading. I mean, only reason why I expected it is because, um, you know, the, the depth that they have as far as, you know, their, their first 22 guys. And um, and I, I knew that, that Pitt was kind of rebuilding and, uh, you know, uh, I thought it would be a, good, a great opportunity for us to get out and win a game. I, I was a little bit disappointed because I, I was saying to um, some, of the, some of the fellows that I played with, or, you know, we were texting back and forth that it was a relief to not see all the penalties and then uh, yeah. come fourth quarter. They try to let them back in the game. <laughs> try to really lose the game, you know, yeah. in a uh, – uh, Luke Fickle style, 
<laughs> but it's a relief to it is nice to watch them play most of the game without having all those penalties. But they they kind of melted down at the end. So yeah, yeah, they did have a few penalties uh, for sure. But it was like mainly pretty much three quarters of clean football, which we're not used to seeing on a consistent basis. Right. So that's a that's a relief, right. you know, like. So they don't have to overcome all those bad penalties, and, and it happened in the fourth. Turned reared his ugly head in the fourth quarter, but they're able to overcome. But you see what right. I mean. What it showed to me is like Satterfield is instilling them discipline on those type of things, and that's what I kind of got at practices, like just from the spring and fall. They're really he's really like regiment oriented. Like he doesn't go long. Like his periods are the periods. You got to get the work in do it he's not taking he's not going longer he's doing those periods and that's just i just feel like that's what's showing on the field with these teams you know what i mean um you so uh and I, I, and I, was, like that I mean i i like this coach you know a lot better than i did when they hired him um i see some traits in him uh that you know so I think that is that right to win some games instead of losing losing games, just like I guess Wisconsin did this week. I'm not gonna, you know, <laughs> I, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I counted that as a win. The last show we had, yeah, you did, had. you did, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you counted that. You counted as a win, as a, as a win. You got chopped. Oh yeah, they were struck. They was getting work too. Yep, mm-hmm. they was getting work. Yep. They made a little run at the end, then then uh Washington State went ahead and finished them on off. But yeah, they they was getting worked on the road. So it was like crazy that they were getting you know, the Bearcats handled business and they started folding a little bit, but then they were able right. to finish it out where you know Wisconsin was uh getting handled from the beginning and then try to make a little run and then they got finished out. So it was like crazy um to see that. But where I, where like I, was, where, like, yeah, where I was impressed that Cincinnati made a really decent quarterback look poor uh, for, you know, three quarters of the game. Yeah. uh, uh, Three-fourths of the game. And, uh, you know, I think they'll keep that up. And I'm going to tell you where I really saw a a gaping um, decline is that cornerback. I don't know what's going on out there. Um, I saw a lot of of, – and I get it, you know – I guess when you when you when you get spoiled by three to four years of who we've had at cornerback, you know, um, it's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw a lot of jittery play and a lot of scared cornerback play, and uh, just guys who just didn't look comfortable playing the position. You know, they didn't. You know, they they were reacting. You know, instead of. Uh, projecting, if that makes any sense, at cornerback. When you react, you get beat. When you project, you, you know, you're ahead of the game, and you know you, and you, and you know, you're not afraid to to go over the top or to, you know, run the route, if you will, for uh, the receivers. And I see the guys who, they, I mean, there were a couple times the ball went straight up in the air and came down, and the guys. I mean, easily should have intercepted it. Even even the announcer said it. Yeah. And he was so afraid. He he was so locked in on that receiver. He had no idea that the ball was, you know, and the guy caught it. Still, yeah. you know. So that tells me that a that kid's not comfortable um, playing the ball. 
um, and and B, you know that he um, he he doesn't really understand what the routes are that, that are being run, or he's not he's not even aware of what's going on in the field other than trying to keep this guy from ca- uh, making a catch. And uh, so when you do that, you're not thinking, and you know it's only so many routes after ten yards you can run, and you know you start eliminating which routes they are based on the matriculation of the play mm. and uh these kids aren't doing that they're just they're just out there trying not to get beat so and they get beat because they don't find the ball they don't they you know so that's going to be an issue but they're not they're not bad players by any means but you know they need to get caught up on that yeah yeah give you that yes yeah. it thought they were just solid for overall for sure um yeah, some plays it was like got to make the play on turn and turn and make the play on the ball. I was definitely, definitely on that. I'm like y'all are in good spots. You know what I mean? Go ahead and get it. Right. You know what I mean? There's a couple of them. The one that was like a duck. The kid got the kid trick got they got tangled. I know that one that was like a duck pass when the, when I forgot it. One forgot which lineman blew dude up. But yeah. uh, they showed a replay, and a dude the dude got tripped. The dude tripped up. And that's what was able to get dude like super free like that. Because at first I was like, "What the well, heck is going on?" I thought he got caught. I'm not even talking about on that play. I'm not oh, even yeah. talking. It happened three times. Yeah. Um, where where it was just like this guy was got spin around. I was talking about the safety on that. Yeah. The safety, the corner, definitely on that play got tripped up, but he still yeah. should play. Yeah, yeah. You know, but the safety was well. I don't know what he was. He was just glued to. Where he, where he was at, he should have picked that off. Yeah, so, yeah. But that's, I mean, that other than that, I mean, there are some other plays where, you know, uh, receivers caught the ball where we could have made a better play, but yeah, you know, that happens in college, uh, college football, so for sure. And we have been super spoiled too, super spoiled. Yeah, I was uh, I'm telling you, you know, like, like baby DBU for a second, right? Right. <laughs> I, like, I like the way the young dingo kid played. You oh, know, yeah, yeah, he bought out. He yeah, was he's a monster, man. Yeah. He, he's like his dad. Also, his dad was cold too. I knew what? I knew he, yeah. yes. I wasn't I knew I knew he played there, but I didn't know if he was cold or if he was just you yeah, know he was kind of like a hybrid defensive end. He was kind of like me. You okay. Know, except he wasn't as good looking as fast and as fast, but <laughs> he <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But his dad, uh yeah, he was dad was a heck of a player. That's what's so, up. Uh, uh, that nah. was a, that was the early conference USA days, I believe, and um, yeah, yeah, he was a great player. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, nah, he looks like he going he gonna be the truth for yeah. sure. I seen him in, in training camp uh, at the camps. So I was like, dang, uh, I, we, I've been sleeping on Dingle because like yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dude, everybody had high praise. I'm like, man, dude, making plays and then matriculated in the game, starting to matriculate. So that's dope. Mm-hmm. Dope to see um, yeah. come to fruition. But, yeah, he, yeah, he's big and fast and can move, man. So it's it's, it's going to be all right. I like I like the Jones kid. I, I think the defense did what they're supposed to do, especially on the road, man, you know, because they had, what, Jerkovic, um, Jerkovic looking looking pretty spotty um, pretty much most of the game. Um, oh, yeah. You know, shoot, because even if, when they scored their first touchdown, who was getting uh, – Either Corleone or uh, Briggs got held. That's why I do got the pass off. Oh, there was there was at least four holding calls in that last in the last quarter and a half that they could have called. 
For sure. Uh, yeah, it was they just were, bad, they were, man. They were needing to hold those guys. Even one of the PIs was an offensive, offensive holding. The dude grabbed my man's jersey and threw him down. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yep. come on, y'all can't, y'all gotta call that, man. Y'all can't let him yeah. let him get yanked like that. Like the other ones that he did it. But that one, come on, man. He was clean. He was super clean. So yeah. cool, cool. Oh, John. John's asking, what are your, what are our thoughts on Emory Jones after two games? Oh my goodness. I mean, I you know, I when I think about him, it's a shame he only has it's one year, right? He's a one yeah, year guy. Yeah, yeah, one year guy. Um, I think his maturity is uh you know the biggest bonus for him. I think that you know, being a fifth year guy, I don't know, he might do you know how seven yeah, year guy. Yeah, they I, might be six, yeah. But to be, yeah. be, be able <laughs> to <OG. laughs> be able to process the way he's processing now, I think. Um, I would I just I would have never thought that um you know I knew he's gonna be a good addition to the team and, and probably take the starting job. I didn't see anybody that's you know why your boy transferred. Uh, but um, his athletic ability is is great, is off the charts. Uh his accuracy is uh off the charts and um uh you know it's it's just good to see his maturity and um, his his passing or football IQ, um, you know, kind of match all the athleticism. So he's he's a sleeper for, you know, one of the better quarterbacks in the in the conference. He's going to be somebody that's going to sneak up and uh, uh, compete. There's a, there's a high level of of, uh, of of talent in the Big Twelve as it always is. Uh, and he's one of the guys that if he keeps playing the way he plays, he's going to make a dent. And he's going to be a reason why we win some games. For sure. I think the same thing. I think uh, Emory's been real, real solid. Um, I think, you know, half of the reason they won that game, even though he didn't put up big numbers, he didn't do anything silly, um, had kept the team composed. You know, Corey Conner had a hell of a game. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. That kid, that kid, I mean, he played played like a grown man. Um, but I just thought like Emory didn't put the ball in harm's way, even though he, he did have that one turnover, but he made the right read. You just, if you look at the replay, that, that the pressure got to him where he couldn't follow through and it made him sell, sell the ball. But honestly, that was a good read. It was going to be a good throw. Um, so I, I'm not even mad at that. It just was at a heck of a time, but I just felt like he had the balls to try to make the play. And I, I like that. You know what I mean? And it didn't, yeah. it didn't burn them. You know what I mean? So some yeah. people, they go, they just take the sack and then, you know, they didn't try to make the play. But I thought he made the right read. It wasn't like, it was kind of like a bracket coverage, it looked like to me. Yeah. Um, but uh, it wasn't like he was getting sandwiched. So it was like he did a good job to give the receiver a time. Like if he would have been, he had a cleaner pocket, he would have hit him and then the receiver wouldn't have got blasted. I just think it was a good, it was a good read. It just, didn't work out for the Bearcats on that on that run on that play, but I mean I, I've been super impressed. You know, um, I think um, especially how it ended at Arizona State. You know, people were kind of down on Emory, and I know he had some good years in Florida, up and down, up and down. And you know, last year at Arizona State, I just felt like Arizona State had a hell of a um, situation going on that didn't benefit him. And then they just tried to make him, you know, the remaining staff tried to make him just a pure pocket quarterback, um, taking away his best assets, his legs, you know. 
You can do right. threat it and you can throw like he can throw. Let him do both. Don't just try to yeah. make him a stationary guy. That's not his game. So that didn't do him any um any service. I think he got injured too. Um, new coaches and all that stuff. And I think he came cause coming here and just, you know, showing showing people we could still play. Like he could be uh somebody that could sneaky be in the senior bowl or something like that. You know what I mean? I just think he's solid and yeah, you the way you when you watch him play, like dang, we only got him for one year. That's that's kind of how you feel. But right. Um, you know, kudos Satterfield and them to make the play to, to get him too. Like, you know, people yeah. probably weren't thinking about like getting Emory Jones, but I, right. I think he, he went in the portal and made it happen. So props to him yeah. and um getting him and the staff to get him. So um that's a good question, John. That's a real good question. So yeah, cool, great cool. question. I think he's uh I think he's more than adequate for us. Um and you know, there's a reason why the kid transferred from last year and the other guy and, and the other one wanted to be a receiver. So yeah. you know, there's a lot of talent in that uh, quarterback room and and he's the, the top dog, so. Yep, yep. Cool, cool. So he's saying, any concerns with the secondary? Um, yeah, we just we just named yeah. it. I, I, you know, yeah. I'm, I, you know, it. Like I said, I will tell you that, you know, college season is like dog years. You get, you know, you know, it's for one year. There's it's seven years of maturity that, that yeah. happens. And uh, two or three tough games, you know, winning or lose, you know, it puts a lot of mileage on a college player. And I think, you know, looking at the players, they're, they're very capable. They're in a position to make plays. I just think yeah. their game um, uh, experience needs to mature a little bit. And a couple guys have, have been there and they're playing well. So I, I don't, I don't, you know, I rate, I rate our, our uh, secondary as a, a B minus right now. Yeah. Uh, plus, which is good for the first two games of the season and this half of the season. Um, going, I'm going to tell you going into the big 12, being down here and watching these guys play. Um, I'm not too worried. I mean, yeah, you know, Oklahoma is going to be a monster. And uh, you know, last time we played Oklahoma, we should have beat them. Yeah. I was at that game, and um, uh, you know we we need to stop worrying about you know the the great teams of the '80s and the '90s, and you know because right now we're one of uh, the teams that you know have the uh, opportunity to play in so-called Power Five. I still won't call them Power Five <laughs> uh, to play elite town play against elite talent every week and uh elite programs and and uh, by elite i mean tradition i'm not you know there's only a few teams that are truly elite every year year in year out that's the georgia's the alabama's and we we've held our own we didn't play too well against alabama last time but we have definitely held our own against those people so we should not be surprised or intimidated uh by the um, the the depth of talent that that's in the league that we're currently in in the Big Twelve. We should be because I watched those guys play here in Dallas, uh, high school. You know, my my local team, DeSoto, they won the state. Great, I mean, we had eighteen thousand seat stadium. That's why my taxes are so damn high. <laughs> but I mean, I'm seeing the same thing I would see at a Saint X Elder game. Or yeah. 
you know, I won't even put it, you know, Corain and, and you know, uh, Moeller. I'm seeing the same talent. Okay. So, you know, as long as we stay clean in our um, our recruiting and focused and, and you know, we, we come in after maybe Michigan, Ohio State, and get everybody else. Yeah. You know, as long as we don't lose to Northwestern or <laughs> – you know, Indiana, somewhere like that, which dummies have done in the past. They think they're in a better league. Yeah. You know? uh, and, and Satterfield has a unique uh, area of recruiting, I believe, in the Carolinas as well. So yeah. he knows some pockets from being at App State that, you know, um, probably the staff previous to him were not or are not as familiar with. That's true. So, the good thing is, you know, he can stay at home and really do some damage like like Fick did. That's the greatest thing that Fick ever did was his recruiting. And, yeah. Uh, great man, good guy, but, you know, it is what it is. For sure, for sure. We don't miss you, buddy. But, uh, we don't miss you. <laughs> <laughs> it's that aggressive, I, I, man. Let me ask you this, man. So Go for it. John, you can chime in if you want to. If uh, – because I – I, I truly believe that Vic left because a couple things. One, he always wanted to be a coach in the Big Ten. Or two, he looked at the schedule that Wisconsin had, and he looked at the fact that the Bearcats were going into the Big 12 and we were losing so much. And I think he decided to leave because, A, it was his dream to coach in the Big Ten, and, B, he, he he couldn't make up for all the mistakes that we make on the team on the field with the roster he had coming back in the recruiting uh, uh, opportunities. So I think that I give Satterfield an entire, I mean, a, a whole lot of uh, uh, praise for how he was able to put together the roster to match up with the great players we had coming back with the folks that were transferring and in the portal. And uh, that was very masterful of him. And, you know, he is to be commended for that. And I, and I hope that um, he's a great recruiter. I hope that with a full cycle of recruiting all through the season this year, and we, you know, we get out there and we win nine games, maybe 10 games. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think that next year, not only will we have depth at, at uh, first string, we'll have de- depth at the second string as well. Yeah, no, he's he I mean, he did a heck of a job for getting people that, that fits. Um, and I think I don't know, man, it's weird. Like, I think now you think about it, it could be that I think that could have been the reason why he may have left. Um, I know he, the big chance situation. Um, maybe seeing that Freeman wasn't, but I mean, once Freeman got the job at Notre Dame, I feel like Notre Dame was the job lost out on that. Um, because of the situation, um, probably just was like, you know what, I can get they probably had a little bit more NIL pot, um, for sure. Um, the bigger conference, you might have thought, like, all right, um, because I think they're on the east, right? I think wasn't isn't Wisconsin on the other side, other side of Ohio State, and um. Yeah, I don't. I, I guess so. You know how they I mean, had like the legend. That's all yeah. going away though, right? After the yeah, 
maybe one more year and then it goes away. Mm-hmm. But he probably thought like before that went away, like, all right, I get I can win this side and meet the Michigan or Ohio State, whoever make wins on the other side on a consistent basis. You know what I mean? That's what that's what I think. But it's just like hindsight 2020, you know, like shoot, it is what it is. I'm like, man. I just don't know. Like, get keep consistently getting brothers to go to Wisconsin has got to be a chore. I don't care how good you recruit. I think oh, yeah. it, has, it has to be. Like, it just has to be. It's, it's a, it takes a special kind of dude to be like, I'm gonna go to Wisconsin to me. Like, far as like, I just don't think nobody's jumping up to be like, I want to go there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I just don't see it. Like, I don't think you're gonna get a brother from Taft. It's just like. F going to my other business. I'm staying here. Unless the money's just so fire that you just like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so, right, yeah. you, you, so Ryan, Ryan might go right, but Tayshawn ain't trying to. Go. Nah, Tayshawn ain't going. <laughs> little Ray Ray, little Ray Ray, that he might. Cole gonna be there, but yeah. <laughs> like Ray my Kwan, son, like, like nah, like my son, two two parent, two parent family kid might have a chance. You know what I'm saying? But you know, a little homie that's. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Mom, mom yeah. gone all day. And then uh yeah. she come home, make sure he, you know, nah, he ain't going to Wisconsin. That just ain't nah, happening. I, I, I get it. <laughs> you know what I, I'm saying? I get it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. So all right, John got a couple I, I, more for us. I remember uh <laughs> in college, I, I uh got offered from uh Syracuse and uh went down there on a visit. Me and this guy named Daryl Jones was a great, great, great high school football player ended up playing at uh he played at Hughes High School ended up playing at Tennessee for a year and then okay. anyway long story short uh, I'm telling people like yeah I'm going to I'm going to Syracuse I went to I went on the uh uh visit and they playing the, the carrier dome was just kind of you know five or six years old or something yeah. like that and Catholic like Syracuse what the hell is Syracuse <laughs> <laughs> you know my mom was like oh they have great academics yeah. and all the you know important people go, who uh went there my dad was like yeah you know I'm like yeah you know, brother, <laughs> dad, single parent I'm like Syracuse what the hell is that <laughs> for real that be man for real got around with it they'd be like oh okay okay Three yeah okay all right yeah, you got to drop some names, otherwise it's gonna get real shaky <laughs> fast. All right, cool. We go shake through the couple of questions he got. All right, but yeah, on the on the secondary, like I said, uh, I feel the same. I feel like they're doing solid. We just been spoiled, and I think they'll get better as they get more more reps together too. So yeah, um, it looks solid. I'm I'm not I'm not complaining. It's be def- it's definitely a lot of teams that have worse secondaries than the Bearcats for sure. Absolutely. Now I don't you know I didn't see them physically making a lot of. Bad uh, plays. Uh, I just thought that mentally and um, uh, maturity wise, I don't, I, you know, you got to, you know, you got to grow uh, and, and start recognizing things. They're very athletic, yes. uh, but experience brings, you know, All everything. Right. Like I said, two games and two games in, in, in a season is like a year, you know, yeah, for sure. Like right. Yeah, for real. So, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, so I, I don't, you know, I don't see them being uh, a detriment. I'm just, oh, uh, yeah, for sure, oil, nah. like everyone else. Yeah, Sauce Gardner, Kobe Bryant, uh, you know, pace is still there, but 
some of those other guys that, you know, and, and, and some of those guys have experienced it from coming out of uh, Louisville too. So, I mean, you got to realize they're, they're coming from Louisville. Yeah. The SEC is, I mean, the ACC is a great conference with Clemson and, yeah. and uh, North Carolina, but um, the big 12 to me is, you know, a, a, a step and a half uh, under uh, the SEC, you know, yeah, Ohio State and and maybe Michigan. No telling what Michigan's gonna do. Uh, <laughs> and you know, Penn State is is gonna be tough, like they always are. Yeah, true. like I said, you know, I ain't even gonna you know dog that conference out like I normally do. But you got be <laughs> Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State. Uh, hey. Is it that? Is it that? Not much of a drop off. Yeah. 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 I, 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 I was a big drop off, but then they, they, yeah. they, they, they still a win here and there. Yeah. You know how they play, just yeah. beat you up. Yeah. So uh, I won't call it the Big Mac this week, but they nah. are kind of the Big Mac. Nah. Big right. team. <laughs> <laughs> and John, John asking, come to the season, the line was to be determined assessment so far. I'll go first on this. I think the line's been pretty, like, Honestly, the surprise of the team so far, honestly. Um, I think they punched. I mean, they, they had a little bit of struggle in the second half a little bit. But I feel like they punched Pitt in the mouth. You know what I mean? After playing a, you know, FBS team, they went and went on the road. And I thought they ran the ball when EB. Um, you know, Emory didn't get hit that much. I think we hit we hit um, Jerkovich more than uh, they hit Emory, which is a win. Because um, they're like – the last five years, they've been like the, the top five in sacks. We held them to two sacks. We got five. Um, the Lions been solid. And I think like they're, they have a few depth pieces of something, knock on wood, hopefully nobody gets injured, but they do have a few people that can come in and be um, just as good, you know, so that's good. Yeah. So um, I think they, they talked about it. I think they feel like they have seven that they're comfortable with, which is good. That's where you want to be at a line. And they have some talent that's, you know, probably not in the rotation per se, but um I, I've been I've been impressed. Especially, I thought um, the pit game was definitely going to be a super test. I think they passed that one. Well, John, my homeboy, know right now. The only thing I don't want to see on that offensive line is Mets. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> long as he's not lined up in a championship game or a high stakes game, we're gonna be all right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Got the boy right Yeah. Anyway. I uh, no, I, I agree. I tend to agree with uh, him on the fact that, you know, again, so the beauty of, are you still laughing, man? The beauty of what we got going on here is that when you get a new coach in this world of uh, NIL and the transfer portal is Satterfield brought some some dog. He brought some Louis Vuitton with him, just like you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Did so. Yeah. He didn't bring any trash with him. The ones who did transfer with him to Cincinnati, yeah, they were legit. They were value added positions, and legit. so unlike a. a incumbent coach uh, you know you got a new coach who's taking 
not all the best players from Louisville, but some of the ones that he valued and they valued him. Yeah. And so whenever you get that dynamic and you get to a new campus with a new coach, that coach knows who you are. Automatically, you assume an unspoken leadership position on the team with the leaders that were coming back. So you get it once that meshes together, you know, you got this leader who's been here and like, hey, what's up with this coach? What do we expect? And you got this leader that's coming. You have a dynamic that um, is very, very valuable. And that's what you're seeing in um, some of these new players is that you got other coaches that uh, new that are new coaches that have coached these kids and they know what to expect. And um, that garners the respect of the existing players who are valuable that are coming back. For sure. That's a great dynamic. Great question, John. I know, man. You've been, you've been killing it, John. I appreciate you. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm I'm on cloud nine as a fan, taking out the media part of it, them beating Pitt. I mean, after how they played that first game, I was like, they could beat Pitt. But, I mean, just previous before, like I said, I, had, I counted as a loss. So, they, I feel like that's a house money win. Get the confidence with the way, like, Baylor, Iowa State, Texas Tech has been playing. Yeah, I feel like they can make some noise. They can do a little bit better. They were picked to finish 13th of the 14 teams. They're not going to be 13. I knew that was a joke from the jump too, but yeah. still, like you know what I mean? Yeah, still, it's crazy. They were picked to finish finish 13th. That's crazy. So you know, this week it's a game. I'm pretty sure you you're familiar with the Victory Bell game. Bearcats have won 16 in a row. All right, so I'm going to ask you a real question. I'm going to ask you a question about the game first. All right. You know, Bearcats should – I would think they should win their 17th in a row. And this is Miami Super Bowl. They cannot take this game lightly. They got to put their foot on these guys' neck. Right. right. I'll let you answer that. But in your eyes, do you find – do you get any – former player, do you get any enjoyment in watching this game besides it being the Bearcats in it now? I don't. I mean, I and I didn't. Even, I didn't enjoy playing against them because it was. It was always like uh, you know we played them a couple of years towards the end of the season. It, it was. I don't know. It just not that they're a lesser team that we you know felt they were a lesser team. It just you know it was always, you know, if we won nobody cared, and if they won, mm-hmm. you know. But damn the streets. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Ryan Marable? What's going on? A five. What, what up, Ryan? <laughs> I see you on Ryan on there. Ask, give us a question, Ryan. But um, yeah. So I, it, it's even worse now. I mean, it's not a distraction because that's what you want to. Um, that's it's like a practice game that you know you. Every game in the Big 12 is going to be a distraction. It's going to be, you know, something. You know, uh, right now we're at we're at an advantage because we got a new coach and no one expects us to make a splash in the Big 12. So, you know, we're coming in hunting. But when you play a team like Miami of Ohio, I would never forget the year we beat. Uh, who we beat? Uh, my, it might have been. Um, huh. 
it was the year after Doug Flutie. So we beat Boston College, and it was, we we played we played Miami of Ohio. They had a great team, George Swarm, and a bunch of guys, Preston Colors, and all those guys. Uh, but we were much, you know, on paper, a much better team. And uh, man, I'm I'm chasing a quarterback to the sideline, the daggone a 230-pound offensive guard is on my hip. Like, like I'm like, dude, the play is over, man. <laughs> he blocked me. He's like, oh, my God, I got I to gotta block you. You know, I was like, dude, what is it? <laughs> so, but that's, but that's what the effort they're going to get. They're going to get that effort. And, you know, with a new coach and a new system, it might be a bit of a struggle for a couple of quarters. But, I mean, I hope they go out there and just blow them out with no mercy. And I, and I, and I, and I respect and love Miami of Ohio, but, you know, go out and just dog their ass. <laughs> I feel you. No, 100%. John's got another question there. No, he just said, Satterfield seems to have much more aggressive defensive philosophy, which he does. Which yes. Brian Brown, Brian Brown comes to get you. He comes to get you. That's what yeah. I like. It, it, it leaves them vulnerable in their own man sometimes. But just right. like that last play, if you don't come and go get that kid, he was catching a flow. You don't. You might lose that game. You know what I mean? Right. They're at home. You go get them. That sack ends the game. Kiner ices it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I like it. Go get them, man. And who doesn't want to hit the quarterback? That's going to get right. more recruits. You don't want to. You know, every always want to. I mean, Big Corleone got a sack. You know what I'm saying on Saturday, right? Deep your yeah. nose guard. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, you love to see that because that's going to get those big boys saying, "Man, you know what? I can I can come hit the quarterback here too." Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So right. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, that's a recruiting chip, my brother. Recruiting chip. Don't yeah. Don't don't, don't be fooled by that. Big big kids. I'm gonna, say, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna say this right now, man. If 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 we're looking for a new head coach. In three years, because Satterfield went to, he can only go to Georgia, Alabama, you know, from here. Yeah. Damn great. That means we kick some butt, yeah. we kick some ass, and and, and and taking some names. And um, I have zero problem with uh, taking on the identity of a badass. I have zero, especially when you back it up. Yeah. Um, and you're and you have that nasty attitude, zero problem. I'll take a loss sometimes if we make a, we miss a sack or yeah, we miss a blitz or even a coverage in a, in a zero blitz or something like that. Yeah, I don't mind that. You know, what I don't like is losing games because we had 30 penalties, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's how we lost games in the past. God bless Fit, but yeah. you know, nice guy and everything, but he's a horrible disciplinarian. And, uh, you know, and that drove me absolutely crazy, you know, losing games because, you know, yeah, I won't even go there. Yeah, I think not. Yeah, so yeah, be aggressive. Lose on, you know, lose by getting punched in the mouth. That's yep. it. Yeah. Yeah. Lick your wound and keep, and keep going. But then if right. you punch it in the mouth first, right? Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Trade punch. Exactly, it's a hit or get hit sport right here. Yeah, and hit him. You know yeah, saying? I think but, his. I think his. Uh, to answer your question, John, I think um, 
you know, he has a and, and has always had an aggressive uh, defensive philosophy, even back at the App State. If you look back, some of the big wins that they've had there, they not only did they have a dynamic offense, which was triple option pass, all kind of crazy crap, but they had, uh, you know, a, a rallying defense. These guys shot the gaps. They, you know, had defensive linemen that could run. Um cornerbacks that could that could play corner and um you know the great thing about app state was you know if a guy got in trouble at michigan not michigan but at uh, tennessee or you know mississippi state and uh, he'll go back one year to junior college and end up at appalachian state and <laughs> that's what they you know so he's used to coaching you know d1 strong d1 talent for sure now you ain't lying about that so that's that's good so um, I'm going to jump ahead just before we get off of here. One question. All right. Miami, Ohio, they handle business against them. They should handle business against them. They play, they play half as good as they played against Pitt. They will handle business against Miami, Ohio. I feel that wholeheartedly. All right. Then they next week, following week, they will have Oklahoma. Uh, not to get too far ahead, it'll be their first Big 12 game. It'll be at Nipper. Um, yeah. What do you – I think what do you expect? I, what do you expect? Just in general. I'm, I'm gonna call this man. If they if they have a good clean game against Miami, meaning that they clean up some of the mistakes that they had. They didn't have a whole lot of mistakes. You know, they, yeah. they struggled in the fourth quarter. Again, like I started off the like we started off the show, um is depth, you know. And you know, when you get deep in the game sometimes. Guys fall asleep, you know, or we're up two touchdowns or three three scores. And, you know, um, you know, you, it's hard to get back up once you go down. I mean, I know yeah. that I didn't want to come out the game unless I was coming out the game. You know, don't <laughs> don't bring me out the game unless I'm done for the night. You know, <laughs> because once I got cool on the sideline, you know, I you know, it's hard to get back up. Yeah. So um I think that if they, they go out and, and do what they have to do against Miami, um, see some things they have to fix, I think they beat Oklahoma. And I and I and I say that because it's a home game. I think our our defensive line is second to none in the country, meaning and you take the top ten defensive lines in the country, you put us right in there. We might be number nine or number ten, but we're right there. Um and that if we can control the line of scrimmage, we can control how our cornerbacks and our safeties play. And um, uh, and so I, I just think that, you know, Oklahoma is a great program and they have a great team, but I think we, there's an opportunity to, to steal one. Um, do I think we beat um, Texas in a head-up game? No. It takes a real nice year. Yeah. Yeah, but um, Oklahoma can be had. I think they can be had. I don't we can know. get Oklahoma. I think we can get Oklahoma. I think we can get Baylor. I think we can get this. Just, I'm not for I'm sure. Not Baylor, I think, I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna cut you off. I for, for I watched Baylor play, watch, play them, watch them play the last two weeks. They can for sure get Baylor. They play, they play, they did against Pitt. They beaten Baylor by 17, right? Because the Baylor not explosive. Right, they just try to punch you in the mouth, and it, our our defensive line is they deep, they seven, eight deep on the line. Right, so it, exactly. That's, that's, that's the deepest part of our our our, 
of our team right now. Yeah, is our D line, and you got some got some gangsters. Yeah, some real. You got some gangsters. <laughs> you got some gangsters for real. Oh, yeah, for sure. So like, I think they could knock them off. I gotta look at the schedule. I'm not. I'm not from worried about Iowa State anymore. Yeah. Um, Oklahoma will be a game. That's gonna be a game for sure. But I think they can get yeah. it, and they can lose it too. But I think that's a game that's winnable. Um, yeah. They don't got ten Texas this year unless you know they make it to the, the um, Big Twelve, you know, conference game because Big Twelve. I think they're definitely going. Um, they legit this year. It's been a while, you know. Big, you know, Texas will be back for the last ten years, fifteen years since Vince Young left, and they finally, they finally legit again. Um, so I'm trying to think. You got me right, bro. I'm in love with the D line, man, and and the linebackers. I like the linebackers so far. Yeah. Uh, that Dingle kid, man, he can play flat out ball. Yeah, he can flat out ball. Yeah, they got they got some dogs. So yeah, I like I like the team, man. I I, I was impressed. Like I I've said this on every podcast I've been on um, since I've started up. You know, at the in the fall when I came to like the first practice and saw the receiver room, I was like, they gonna be all right. Like that yeah. was the first thing, like because at first in spring, you know, they only had one scholarship receiver. They lost, yeah, lost so many people from the portal, X, Y, Z. The job they did to get the kids in there that fit and work with what he's trying to do, I thought it was masterful. Because at first it was just like, okay, they got this kid, boom. You know, I think the Henderson kid from Florida, everybody was like, okay, that's a real good pickup. Um, but everybody else was like, okay, all right, cool. But then when you see them playing and all together, you like, this is a good group. And that's yeah. the first thing I saw. I was like, "Oh, these kids can can ball." So um, I ain't mad at the tight ends either. Oh yeah, I like the tight ends a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like both of them. I like both of them tight ends. The tight ends are solid. I like them a lot. So I, I think they got a good group, um, and they they can make some noise, man. Because I, I thought you know against Pitt, it was about O line and Emory playing smart. Both of them played good. They won the game. So yeah. Um, you know, Oklahoma would be different, but I think like them playing against Gabriel, Dylan Gabriel, so many times at UCF. You know, I think if we hit him, he gonna fold like an accordion. So exactly. So that's why I think they can get. I mean, it's like Dylan Gabriel, yeah, great player, but he didn't scare nobody for yeah. you know we, we weren't ever afraid of him. Yeah, you know, he, he, you know, um, he, he created sauce. I mean, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so got, I, that's why saying. that's one of the reasons why I say and, and, and I'm gonna tell you, man, I just I remember very vividly being on the sidelines uh when we first got to the uh big east and I believe Pitt came in town and you know everybody was I don't know, it was one of the first games and uh uh what's the boy's name? The, the receiver that uh, went to the league from UC. Uh, is it Marty? Was it Gilliard? Marty Gilliard yeah. went off like, and I had told, uh, um, who did I tell? I told somebody on, on the broadcast. I was like, um, dude, the talent that you have versus the conference, sometimes these conferences are just overrated because. When I was in Cincinnati back when Jesus was a point guard, uh, it was like we played everybody. Like nobody played a tougher schedule in Cincinnati one year. It was one of the tough. It was the toughest schedule in the country for like two years in a row. We were, 
homecoming queen, kings and queens. I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> like one year we had audacity to play Florida, <laughs> I believe Florida State, Miami of Florida. That was every year. Uh, Penn State was every year. Uh, I mean, Louisville, we would love, we love playing Louisville. Virginia Tech, we beat them every time because it was like you get your butt kicked by Louisville and we beat BC all the time. Yeah. Because we were playing Alabama, Auburn, <laughs> Florida, you know, every year. We man, only play with the West Coast guys. Like you're playing a U, man. You're playing a U. That's crazy. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. Like, so man. so when I, you know, we playing Big East teams, we play the U every year. We play them two years that they, you know, the year they wanted the first one, we should have beat. We were picked to beat them. We beat Penn State that year. And, you know, I think we lost, I don't know what it was, four or seven points. I can't remember what it was, but we were upset that we lost to Damn. The, the future. Because nobody expected them to go out and win with Howard Snellenberg to win the national championship. You know, we had beat Penn State and should have beat Oklahoma State at home and beat us. Um, but we were kicking their ass. and. <laughs> We had a great team. We had some players. We had a bunch of injuries. But my freshman year, we had we boy, we sent a bunch, a ton of guys to the NFL, to the USFL and NFL. Mm. But uh, um, the real USFL, um, uh, um, yeah, and the CFL. We Danny Barrett and all. Well, Danny Barrett was already there. I think. Yeah, but anyway, long story short. Um, so I, I, what I, you know, what I gained from that was like we played all these different conferences. Including the major independents, who we were one of, with with the Louisville's, the Penn States, and the Miami of Florida. Florida State was even a major independent. Notre Dame, I, we never played Notre Dame, but I, I just was not afraid of the Bearcats playing in the Big East. I was like, oh, they're gonna they're gonna be all right. I yeah. feel the exact same way here. You know, yeah. yeah you got the right now, Texas best team in the league by far. They got the best recruits, best players, but. Yeah. They still Texas Negroes who got <laughs> TikToks for hearts, man. <laughs> they, they definitely, they definitely, they, they, they still can lose that one. Here, they're not yeah. tough out here, bro. Yeah. They're not tough. They got everything. Anything you imagine in these high schools. And they ain't uh, got, they <laughs> got they're, not tough. they're not tough. I mean, they're great athletes, and you got some great quarterbacks come out of Texas, but. Yeah, you ain't you don't have the dogs that you have in the Midwest. You mm. got the offensive line, the same kind of offensive line. Nah. Yeah, you get one of the big dudes from uh, Iowa or yeah. Kansas somewhere. Yeah. You know, took the sister to the prom. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have that down here. Now, they, they have hybrids and stallions. They don't have just big old Clydesdales. Just, <laughs> Just moving your whole house, furniture and all. Yeah, you nah. said yourself too hard. Just grab, yeah. the, grab the couch by itself. You don't need yeah. nobody yeah. to balance yeah. them up. I feel you. Nah, that's that's yeah. what's up. All right, cool. So, man, I greatly appreciate you jumping on, man. Because otherwise, we gonna keep going. Yeah, <laughs> so I know, man. I, got, yeah, I, told I said I was gonna, I said yeah, I was gonna hold you for 20, 25 minutes. It's been fifty. Yeah, I think she, she. Uh, we were supposed to watch a little movie, but I think she uh, might have called it in. Dang, my bad, my bad. Dang, it's yeah, it's okay, man. It's okay. It's all right. Cool, I'll get cool. you, get you with her tomorrow. All right. Well, man, I appreciate you, man. We'll uh, we'll reconvene because I know you know they play play uh, Miami of Ohio at seven p.m. 
gonna be on ESPN Plus, Nip at Night. So that's gonna be it's gonna be pretty legit. Hopefully they smoke them, and then we'll uh, reconvene, talk about some Oklahoma. Uh, yeah, you see, I, I do my homework, and uh, I do want to say, man, I was very impressed with uh, Kiner. Yeah, uh, not impressed with his 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 uh, his win, <laughs> but the kid the kid is really playing well, and, and I'm and I'm. And I know that, uh, some of his people, and you know, um, I know that they're happy that he made the decision that he made to come home, and, and it didn't look great at the beginning of the last year for him. But uh, you know, he's definitely worthy of, of you know all the praise that he got in high school, and he's making a name for himself and, and being a leader, from what I understand. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know, to, to a lot of people. Again, I mean, exposure is everything he was exposed to, to, you know, the so-called, you know, parent conference, SEC. And uh, he'll be in the Big 12, you know, pretty soon. Let me ask you a question. Then we can get out of here. All right. Thoughts on um, Deion Sanders and that game? All right. So the first game or the second game? No, the second game. Second game? So – I thought I knew Nebraska was gonna to try to make it ugly. I thought like they tried to make it slow them down. Then the hype after winning the game, I think they came out a little flat. But once they got it going, it was a wrap. Yeah. I think they're with them, like how our defensive line is very good, their D line isn't very good, at least in the middle to me. Right. No, you're right. You're you know right. what I mean? Like they like can be ran on. Um, like I would just run down their throat. I didn't play action off of it all game. Like, that's all yeah. I would do. Like, I'll be generic as hell. And I'll just go left. Then I might spin some stuff or I might have something. I wouldn't even get cute with them. I would just punch them in the mouth if I was them. Um, another team, if I had the linemen to do it. Um, but I think, I mean, he's he's got, I mean, college football either loves him or hates him, which is where you want to be. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm all for it because it's like, it's just – he, he's doing it his way and he's winning. That's the thing. Like he's doing it his way. He told him, he told everybody what he's going to do and he's doing it, which is dope. And most like, like great players aren't great coaches. And it's like Dion yeah. is turning into be a great player, Hall of Fame player. Um, and he's turning into a great coach, like right before our eyes, too, which is like crazy. Well, Dion is smart in that number one, he understands how to get resources. Yep. And and resources, it's everything. You know, he, I mean, he obviously is a great marketer, but um, he has coaches who knows what he doesn't know. About yep. Coaches. Yep. And and he went after the best available. Even at even at Jackson, he got coaches that you know. Yeah, his you remember his first year, yeah, NFL coaches. Yeah. That you know that weren't doing it for the money; they were doing it for Dion. Yep. So. These coaches know, and those coaches went on, resurrected their their careers. Yeah, got back in the NFL, some of them. Um, and so, what Dion is good at is he understands what he's not good at. Yep, a lot of people and, aren't don't know. And yeah, and what he what he's good at um, is you know motivating because he understands like. You, you, and I ain't, I'm not, I've never been famous. I might have been famous in my neighborhood, right? <laughs> but 
you know, you know when you know you have influence over people. People go crazy because you play pro sports. Some people find out I play pro ball. They don't care who I play for. You know, uh, I could <laughs> play for the Donald Trump Klansman. You know? uh, but <laughs> did I say that on, on <laughs> radio? I apologize. Uh, but people want to hear what you have to say. And then when you open up your mouth to speak and you're saying something that's motivational and fruitful and fulfilling, it's, you know, they're like, man, not only do I have, you think about Dion real quick. And this dude, I forget sometimes this, he was him. I know how to, I know what kind of great football player he was. I, I remember that fondly, but I forgot about Dude hit a home run and interception the same day. Yeah. Was it the same day or the same day? Something, something crazy, something real crazy. <laughs> the, dude, the dude played in Major a game League of, baseball uh, for the Yankees. The same, the same day. No, <laughs> in, in the playoffs, he went and played an NFL game, flew to the playoffs. They wouldn't they wouldn't put him in because he went and played for the Falcons. But she that's he got obligations to vote. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, just I mean, that's crazy, man. That's crazy, crazy. to me. And it you know, yeah. so anyway, I, I it's so I don't when you got a guy like that, man, it is you cannot count him out um, for sure. And and he and it's almost like he daring people to, to count him out. And, yeah, he is like he just and, needed a little something. Right. And I don't call that cocky. A lot of people don't like that. I, I'm like, dude, but he but he if he's focused on changing these people's lives. Yeah, he changed his kids' life. He stopped what he was doing. To coach little league, he coach. Well, he he stopped what he was doing to make sure he coached his kids through life. Basically, yeah. He stopped and he said, "I'm gonna coach little league. I'm gonna put all my financial resources in this little league program around that, which is right down the street, Dang. where I live. Damn, where, where he or uh, he had uh, where he, where he was coaching. Okay, Damn, he little league in high school." You know, private school right down, literally right down the street from my house. Um, and, uh, you know, and and everybody was doubting his son. Like, oh, he, they're just spoiled kids. And, you know, Dion, you know, he favored favoritism to his kids, which I coached the league football. I was definitely favoring, favoring my kids. You know? <laughs> and, um, but end of the day, I just wanted to, I just wanted to get your opinion because I thought that, you know, um, I don't care if they lose every game, and I know some people wish he would, but yeah, um, I'm, I'm I'm thoroughly impressed with what he's done so far, and uh, I hope I wish him the best. So, For sure, uh, same. I have to, it's gonna be ugly because, man, if, if they win five, if they win six games, it's gonna be ugly next year. They're gonna be in the Big Twelve with that, with, man. With all that depth. They yeah, gonna, gonna that's yeah. For real, it's gonna be because they're gonna be ready. Yeah, they gonna be ready. They gonna they gonna come with some smoke because because yeah. I mean he's already won. He beat TCU, won the, the Nebraska game. I mean he's he's definitely. I don't see the Big Twelve. The Pac twelve is good this year actually, which is crazy. Right. But I don't see them being USC. No. Um, they're gonna beat UCLA. Do they play UCLA? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. I don't know. I gotta see. They probably is gonna beat UCLA. I think they beat them. I don't. I don't think they beat Washington if they right. play Washington. They beat Oregon. They'll beat Oregon. 
They yeah, they'll be Oregon. They'll be Oregon. And they'll struggle with they'll struggle with Oregon State and yeah. Uh, why, they'll, you know, they'll probably be like eight and four. Yeah, like they'll, just be, they'll be Arizona. Yeah, mm-hmm. so eight and four be great. I, I'm, you know, I'll be happy for them. Yeah. Then they're gonna yeah, be ready man, for something. Let you get on out of here, man. All right, All right. Yeah. Appreciate it. Another great show. Yeah, appreciate it. And everybody just uh make sure you guys check out the front office news. Um, check out the podcast, subscribe, like, uh, make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe to our YouTube channel. You over 400 um subscribers trying to get to that 1k. That's the magic number, but keep keep helping. Um, and hit the site up, man. We've been doing a lot of good work. Make sure you uh, check and see what's going on. If you want to know what's going on when you see, hit up the site, man. We, we got it up there. And uh, that's it, man. We sign out to this uh, on this pod, man. But just make sure um, you guys keep, you know, supporting and we appreciate it, man. Have a good one. Let me squeeze. 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 Let me squeeze.